Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
Hi everyone and welcome back to Tigris. I have so much to catch you up on. First of all, I completely finished the six seasons of Sex and the City, watching it for the first time, and it only took me a few weeks. And I oscillate between feeling really proud of that and feeling kind of embarrassed of that because that just goes to show how much TV that I watch. When people hear how much TV that I watch, I feel like I often get the comment of like, how do you possibly have time for that? Like you're always working, but for me, I love TV. I love watching TV. I love binging TV. And I just constantly have it on in the background. Like honestly, something that I should probably work on is being okay with being silent and not having noise or something else to focus on because I am always, if there's anything that I'm doing, whether it be taking the trash out, doing the dishes, putting the dishes away, if I'm just like going to walk Mimi and it's gonna be five minutes, I have my headphones in and I'm listening to something or I'm watching something. And I will say doom scrolling on TikTok gives me a headache and so I often just try to listen to something, whether that be a podcast or watching a lot of TV. So I go through TV shows very, very quickly just because of the sheer amount that I'm watching. And since Henry has been working in another state and I definitely watch more TV when Henry is traveling, I'm sometimes watching like six to eight hours a night because I get home, I do my workout, I'm usually done with my workout by like 6 p.m. ideally, 6 or 7 p.m. And then I'm literally watching TV until I go to sleep at midnight or until 1 a.m. But I'm never just like sitting and watching TV. I have it on and then I'm like walking around, doing the dishes, I'm cleaning, I'm doing laundry, I'm doing emails, I'm doing work. And I have the perfect setup in my living room right now where I am on the couch and I have the TV across from me, but I have it kind of in proximity to both the dining table and the kitchen island. We love New York City apartments where everything is really in one room so wherever I'm standing in the living room whether I'm lounging editing TikToks on the couch or I'm working doing emails at the table or I'm cooking or I'm cleaning and folding laundry at any point I can see my TV so my show of choice has been Sex in the City for those of you who know my TV habits and I've talked a bit about it here on the podcast before I am all about like light fun TV I love having it in the background and I do pay attention to it I get very invested but I cannot do intense TV like I feel like life is too stressful, life is too terrifying. I do not need and seek or feel like I want any more stress in my life. Like I really just want like fun, exciting, romantic, hilarious TV that keeps it light. And so for me, I really gravitate towards like the Parks and Rec and now Sex and the City. Before I was Arrested Development, I did Veep, I did Silicon Valley and I did those like very, very swiftly as well. And I absolutely love it. I feel like we could go down a whole rabbit hole on who I am in Sex and the city but let me just say for those of you who've watched the show I wish I was a Samantha because I fucking love Samantha Jones like I would be a ride or die for Samantha Jones I'm really intimidated by her because I but like out of so much love I'm 100% a Miranda and I don't want to be a Miranda but I am a Miranda that being said Miranda has definitely a lot more of a social life than I do. Like I'm very impressed by how much their this friend group hangs out and how often they see each other. I'm like, girl, aren't you a corporate lawyer? Like, how do you have so much time? But if I had to choose one of who I am most like, it is definitely Miranda. So I want to be a Samantha Jones, but I'm a Miranda Hobbs. There's a small way that I am like Samantha Jones. And that is that I recently found a lump in my left boob. Sorry for the spoiler if you haven't made your way through Sex in the City yet, but in season six, Samantha Jones goes to a plastic surgeon to get a consultation for a potential breast enhancement and they find a lump in one of her breasts, have a biopsy, and it turns out to be stage one breast cancer. I definitely do not have that. I mean, 
with very likely certainty. But I did feel quite seen in the show because I love Samantha Jones and I was like, I just love her so much. And I guess I have a breast lump too. This is something that I've been talking about on social for quite a bit. And since it's been so much on my mind and I've been journaling about it and I feel like I'm at a better stage of accepting that I'm on this quest for answers about my breast lump, I thought I would do a dedicated episode about it. So this all started a few months ago in April of this year. I think naturally in the line of work that I'm in of women's health and reproductive health, I'm always in conversations about these topics of education that we want to make more accessible. And one of the ones that has come up more recently is breast exams. And I've actually more recently found myself meeting more people who have dedicated their careers to doing a lot more education to raise awareness about breast cancer or ovarian cancer or just encourage people to do self-examinations. It might also just be that I'm now at the age at 25 where I'm paying a attention to a lot more of that because a lot of the advocacy work to get people to do self-examinations is really geared towards people in their early to mid 20s and I'm 25 and I think routinely like probably once in college once in high school I probably read about breast self-exams and like gave myself one and never really felt anything or thought much of it like I knew I had that like one lump and that's like what a boob felt like and you know I've never just I've never felt like a lump to be concerned about and then in April kind of for the first time in a few years I gave myself a breast self-examination and there's like very obviously like a giant lump in my left breast It's like on the bottom right corner of my left breast and I've made jokes for years on TikTok and on social media about how when I'm close to my period my left breast like expands to double the size It usually is like I straight up have bras I cannot fit into when I'm ovulating or right around my period because of how massive my left boob gets in comparison to the right I honestly had never thought to like actually feel up that left boob. Like I've always just known it was more tender. And even if I maybe did feel some abnormalities, like I don't think I thought much of it because I've always just thought like, oh, it's very natural for your boobs to change size or, you know, around your menstrual cycle. And this isn't a big deal. But this lump, I think because I was surrounding myself a lot more with educational materials and just kind of more, not paranoia, I don't want to say paranoia, but just like more educated awareness about the risks of what breast lumps can lead to. I was paying a lot more attention to it. And so after finding the breast lump, I pretty immediately, now that I have the luxury of having health insurance, had a virtual appointment set up with a women's health practitioner. And I described the lump and, you know, it's a few centimeters big. And I feel like the best way to describe the size is that it's like a golf ball. And she asked me some questions and then was basically like, you need to come in ideally as soon as possible this week for a doctor to look at it. And so I go to a doctor, they do the little feel up thing where basically they take their fingers like you you really there's no warm-up in this like you go into the doctor's office and they have you put on a gown open to the front you put on the gown you lay on the table and you just like immediately put up your left arm they feel around your boob they do this thing like rain pitter powder with all of their fingers just like moving it all around your breast trying to like feel whatever lumps there are you do it on the other side so immediately you're there you're like trying to talk to them and have an open conversation while your fucking breasts are out and you know and I'm very comfortable with my body but it is it is always a little jarring you know trying to make eye contact and have a conversation about like your life or your health while they're pitter pattering their fingers all around your breast anyways my appointment was like no more than 10 minutes long like I really go in the doctor's like oh you need to get this checked out like the two things that they always tell me is that it doesn't feel malleable like it's definitely like a hard rock kind of and because it moves around like the lump moves around and it's not stationary at least a couple of the doctors I've seen like they see that and then they're like 
like, oh, that's actually a good sign. It makes us less concerned. But when I went to the first doctor, she was like, you really should get an ultrasound, like ideally in the next two weeks. So she refers me to Lenox Hill Radiology. I'm now besties with them because I'm seeing them often. I get a breast ultrasound and she refers me to a breast specialist. And this is where it just gets so fucking frustrating because I call a breast specialist and it's taken me months to get an appointment and I still have not gone to see them because the breast specialist after making an appointment calls me back and is like, hey, before I see you, we need to make sure you have a dedicated OBGYN. You're all up to date on all of your tests there. And we need to make sure that you have like a go-to physician that we can work with as well. And I'm like, okay, great. I am not in an adulting phase where I've needed to find either of those things. Like I've gotten the pap smear when I needed to, but I haven't had like a dedicated doctor or an OBGYN to work with. So I then have to go find those people. And so it took me a few months to do that just because of availabilities and traveling and figuring out insurance and what's covered by insurance. Like all of this adulting stuff is just like very, it's a lot, it's a lot. I'm very thankful to have health insurance though. And so like I'm taking advantage of it, all of those things. So it takes me a little while to get an OBGYN appointment, get my pap smear. Then it takes me a bit to find a general doctor and get an annual checkup, which I literally did yesterday. And of course I get the ultrasound. When I get the breast ultrasound and I get my results they tell me that they think it's probably fine and they think it's like fragmented very dense breast tissue so that makes me feel a lot better but what's really scary about this whole ultrasound situation at least in my experience is that all the doctors and the breast specialists that I'm talking to including the nurses at Lenox Hill all told me that they could not tell me with 100% certainty that it was not cancer and not something concerning Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I feel like I'm I'm not freaking out about my chances or anything like that. Like I'm not freaking out about whether or not it's cancer. I'm not freaking out about if I'm going to die. Like I actually feel very calm about the whole situation of like, you know, I'm in a really lucky position. I, I'm privileged to have the healthcare that I need. But it is really concerning when I'm getting these results and talking to these doctors who say we think it's going to be fine, but they always qualify it with saying that they can't tell me with 100% certainty. They can only do very likely certain that it isn't cancer. And for me as a highly anxious person who obsesses over small things like that, that is not always the most comforting thing to hear to say that it is not 100% not cancer. And to be honest, I don't even really fucking understand what cancer is. It's something about cells. It's something that's very scary. People lose a lot of loved ones. I've lost loved ones. I lost my favorite grandparent to cancer, although I know no details about it. I don't even know what kind of cancer it was, but I know that he had a surgery and then there was like a hole in his stomach that we were bandaging up and then he was fucking gone in a few months or at least that's what it felt like but I feel like I'm in a good place of I'm not freaking out I'm doing okay but yeah it's kind of scary and I acknowledge that there is some concern that I'm just looking into and paying attention to and being cautious of because I don't have a 100% certain answer what I've heard is the thing to do to find more certainty around this is to get a mammogram but I have seen three doctors and talked to two breast specialists all of whom have told me that I'm too young to get a mammogram you get mammograms regularly once you hit 40 years old but unless you have a family history where they think you have the breast cancer gene or have like a very high likelihood, they don't issue mammograms and it's not covered by insurance if you're under 40 years old. So I've gotten a second and third opinion talking virtually. I've sent emails and I am just getting nowhere with being told that like literally they won't even like refer me to get a mammogram. I'm probably a month away from getting fed up and just emailing mammogram facilities or I don't even know what they're called to try and do some sort of content trade to say like hey I don't know if it's covered by insurance but like if I make educational videos about getting a mammogram can I come get a mammogram for free I think you can also get an MRI I'm at the beginning of my research stage on this again I'm not doing this as an expert on breast lumps or anything this is purely about my personal journey with it anyways I'm in a bit of a limbo here I feel okay because it is probably just a benign fragmented part of dense breast tissue it would make me feel better if I could say that with 100% certainty and it would make me feel better if my doctors could also say that. I have not actually had an appointment with a breast specialist yet because I'm waiting for all of these other steps to come into place. I'm actually getting another breast ultrasound in a few weeks and apparently I'm gonna have to be getting one every two to three months, they say, just to keep an eye on the growth until we can figure out what it is. It hasn't been a fun process, I think just because obviously my mind can wander and when I'm feeling more anxious, I kind of jump to hard conclusions about it. But this whole experience has made me tune in a lot more to my body. 
It's made me just be aware of the fact that I probably had this growing for years maybe and I hadn't thought to give myself more frequent self-examinations. But it also has made me really pay attention to the symptoms of my boobs, of my period pain, because a key question that comes up when I talk to any of these doctors is to tell them about if I feel pain or pressure or heaviness. And so throughout my cycle, I'm just a lot more aware of it. I'm aware of when I have pain and where I have pain, how I might be feeling. And I'm taking more notes even in my little paper calendar, figuring out like, when do I notice my breast is getting bigger? When do I notice that it's kind of come down to a smaller size? When do I feel more tenderness? When do I feel more pain? When do I have nipple pain? All of these different things. And so I'm not gonna say that it's like a positive thing, because it has been overall like a pretty frustrating experience even trying to navigate the healthcare system but I do find this sort of silver lining of I've been very lucky to not have a lot of physical health ailments that have made me really tune into my body I've had to really work on my mental health but I've never like broken a bone and I've never had any sort of health complication or like physical ailment where I really have to pay attention to my symptoms and and this is sort of like my first minor thing where I have this lump that is probably probably nothing but could be serious and it's just making me tune in a lot more into my body and so I've really been taking advantage of the fact that I have better health care and so I've been trying to make more regular checkups take advantage of all these things like getting pap smears and actually understanding what it is I've been getting my fertility checked and I'm very fertile <laughs> for the 25 year old that I am no concerns there I don't have endometriosis or anything I don't have serious period conditions to be concerned about but I have been inspired to take a lot more action and be proactive about knowing more about my health. I will say that this whole experience has made me really wish that I knew more about my family history because so much of understanding potential risks of what this breast lump could be is looking at my family tree and figuring out how people might have been affected by cancer in my family. And to be honest, I just don't know a lot about my family tree. I can trace it back basically to my grandparents and my aunt and uncles. I know that I have two first cousins on one side. I don't know the latest on my dad's side but where I lose track is actually with my grandparents because I know all my grandparents had multiple siblings like uh, especially on my Taiwanese side like my maternal grandmother and grandfather each at least had over five siblings but I don't know their health history and I'm not even in contact with those maternal grandparents who are both living by the way and seem to be healthy I really am not connected with them I wish I was I don't know that family history around health and so I've learned when I talk to doctors rather to than to spill any family trauma and explain like being estranged or anything like that. I just tell them I don't know any of my family history. And if they ask questions or probe, I will talk a little bit about it. But for the most part, their response is, oh, well, it would have been helpful to know your family history. And I'm like, okay, great, thanks. I also agree. I recently ordered an Ancestry.com kit though. This is not an ad. I literally just got this kit because I started to think about how little I know about my family. And I definitely am very curious to learn more. And so that is gonna be a whole upcoming journey that I'm going to be on from the moment I found this breast lump though, I've been sharing it on TikTok and on social media in real time with updates and vlogs about going to these doctor's appointments. And again, I'm clearly an external processor. I'm literally processing my feelings in my pajamas here in my living room couch right now. But I'm really thankful that I have the community and that I found the right audience uh, talking about my concerns about this breast lump online because I've connected to so many people in my life, like even friends that I've 
never talked to about breast cancer or anything who told me about finding lumps or their parents finding lumps or just a family member who's dealt with kind of cancer scares. I'm not even calling it a cancer scare because it's like probably nothing, but I feel like I've kind of been able to get to a deeper relationship with a lot of the people in my life because I've shared this kind of vulnerable thing that I'm going through health-wise. But I've also just found a community online of people who like really care about knowing more about their bodies. And it's just another wave of me finding and growing into that niche as like a social content creator. Like I'm all about periods. I'm all about poop and talking about IBS and finding my IBS girlies, which is really funny because my sister keeps, I mean, she jokes, but Issa's definitely like, can you not be the poop girl? I don't want to be like the sister of the poop girl, like the period girl is pushing it. But I feel like it's really like periods, poop, and now boobs that I'm like finding community online. And I think that's something I'm really thankful for. And it's honestly really encouraged me to keep on this journey of trying to find more answers. It also has been a very meaningful way of support. Like it can be really scary awaiting results, even if I get all of this like encouragement from medical professionals of it's probably nothing, probably, probably, but not certainly. And it has meant a lot to me just to get comments from strangers, words of encouragement, and just like really kind messages. And and I don't take that lightly. It's something I feel really thankful for. So yeah, I hope I find answers soon. I really want to get a mammogram and an MRI because I feel like I would just feel better if I knew all the answers. So I'm still trying to figure out how I can do that in a way that doesn't break my bank account. So I will definitely keep you updated because this is going to be an ongoing thing. But anyways, I would like to dedicate this episode to Samantha Jones because Samantha Jones, just her character, Kim Cattrall, I'm so upset she's not in the remake, which I'm also making my way through. Samantha Jones to me, watching her on screen, watching Kim play that character filled me with so much confidence and love for my body, love for confidence in other women, sexuality. It honestly has brought back a lot of my sexual interests and desires, which I feel like was kind of dormant because of all my antidepressants and stuff. So I dedicate this episode to Samantha Jones because she is amazing. She is a breast cancer warrior and I love her and I wish she was on and just like that. I could really talk about the whole Sex in the City franchise for so long. I have so many thoughts. I'm new to the whole scene because this was my first time watching it all the way through. So if you ever want to talk about Sex in the City, hit me up. Or, and just like that, I'm already almost done with season one and it's been 24 hours. Anyways, bye y'all. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you soon. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.